Today we're taking a look at recently leaked photos of a prototype Oculus Quest controller and talking about Oculus, Facebook, and advertisements in VR. Hello, and welcome to Head Mounted Destinations. This is a podcast about VR and VR game development. We provide our perspective as developers and provide a peek behind the curtain for people who are interested in how VR games are made. I'm Matt. I'm a gameplay programmer. And I'm Carlos. I'm a level designer. Today, we are talking about some leaked photos on Reddit. We're recording this intro after we recorded the show. So here, give it a listen. But so there is this Reddit post on r slash Oculus Quest asking whether or not this was a leak. So I'm assuming it's, a, it's linking to some post on Imgur. And it's it's a photo of a prototype Oculus controller that doesn't have a tracking ring. And instead it has a dude pointing to uh, two camera holes on the controller itself. And at least just looking at the comments, you know, apparently these are some dev kits that some Oculus developers have out in the wild. But it's not clear whether or not this is actually like a the next production model that they're testing out, gearing up for, or whether it's really just testing it out. Hey, does this work at all? Yeah, so it definitely looks like to me that it might be the latter, um, especially with whatever cleanup or cover up oculus reps are secretly trying to do but yeah it seems um at least from what i've heard or maybe from what i've heard from people who have heard is like i believe there might be like different models of these like prototypes and certain some devs have like prototype a some devs might have prototype b and yada yada so like you know if it's already we got to take this with a grain of salt like make that grain of salt even bigger because <laughs> we don't mm-hmm. know if this is the exact model but i will say that like i think it is pretty cool um you explained it to me a bit off the show like what having the cameras on like a controller could mean which is like much easier reference points and potentially ability to like track leg position and stuff like that which sounds really cool yeah, I mean, for me, maybe the biggest thing, right, is that there's no tracking blind spots for the controllers under this model. So just to rewind a little bit, you know, the way that inside out tracking works, which is when you don't have any external cameras, you just have cameras on the headset itself. The way that inside out tracking works is the cameras on the headset are looking at the environment and trying to figure out where the headset is in space based on all these various images that it's getting. That's just doing some complicated math to do that. And the way that it finds where the controllers are is it actually there's those rings on the controller that have infrared uh, LEDs on them. So it tracks them in non-visible wavelengths. And that's how it knows where it is. But by putting the cameras on the controllers as well, now the controllers are running the same algorithm that, that the headset is. And so they can just find their position in space relative to the environment. And what that means is that now if you put the controller behind your back, behind your head, somewhere where the headset isn't able to see it, it still knows where it is. And so you'll never lose tracking on the controllers. And Carlos, as you mentioned, yeah, it means that now you can put trackers on the feet, on the hip, whatever, to get higher fidelity body tracking because those things don't need to see or be seen by the headset. They just need cameras on them and they can go anywhere. That presents like a whole new slew of like opportunities, right? Like, 
I guess, you know, the if we're not going to put actual trackers on the ankles and stuff, it might need to be, like, more iteration on whatever the hand tracking software is to turn it into leg tracking or something like that. I don't know how much we'd actually, like, want to use that in games, but, like, it's cool that we might be able to have that. Also, it seems very counter to what PlayStation is doing, which is, like, covering your hands as as much as they freaking can. Whereas it, that controller image that we see on, like, the Oculus Quest subreddit, it is, like, there's not even a ring on that controller. And sure, that could be, like, a more last-second form factor thing, but... Right, I mean, because the ring isn't necessary under this model. And, in fact, it would probably inhibit the ability of those cameras to see the environment. Yeah. So, yeah, this might be another example of Sony kind of being left behind in the progression of VR technology. Like, Oculus is clearly the fastest mover in this market. Yeah. Um, they They iterate pretty quickly. They get stuff out the door. And it means, you know, they were the first to inside-out tracking – if they're going to go forwards with this sort of inside-out controller tracking as well, they're going to be the first to that. And then, yeah, Sony's going to be left with PSVR 2 having these massive rings, which, you know, they're not the worst. I mean, we've been fine with it on Oculus controllers thus far. Yeah. But it might look, you know, a little Gen 2 when, you know, two years in the future we're at Gen 3. And it's just going to look a little outdated and you know oh why can't i move my hands together i can do that with the oculus (laughs) yeah yeah it's really good that you mentioned like facebook oculus they are a very fast moving company i think we were talking about it the other day but just i like paused for a moment and was just like so surprised with like how quickly we went from being like oculus quest all i can do is just like play it you know play whatever games are my oculus quest and then like the the Oculus Link software update came out like very quickly after that. The proprietary wire to like charge your headset while playing PC games came out, and then like several months after that, Air Link started going into beta. So it's like when we when like we say they're fast moving, like for better and worse, yeah, like they're they're going at like fucking breakneck speed p- practically, right? Like the ability to play PC VR games with your Quest was like. You nailed in, I guess, in about a year, potentially, maybe like less than 18 months. Um, and like now we are able to play PC gaming on a quest wirelessly, granted, if you have like a decent Wi Fi signal or and what have you. But like that wasn't even a possibility, I'd say, like two years ago. Um, and I'll say that like from the consumer side, the sort of the bad that comes with the good is the fact that like some people, many people have bought an Oculus Quest or, well, yeah, no, many people have bought an Oculus Quest and then, you know, see the up, see the announcement of like Oculus Quest 2 and they're like, oh, motherfucker. Or like, you know, maybe some people will buy an Oculus Quest 2 and they're, they're, they think the life cycle might be five years, like a regular console, but the life cycle's really more like maybe two years for Oculus so far. Like a phone. Yeah, it's almost like a phone, which like I really don't want that to be the case because like I don't think people are looking to switch out video game consoles as often as they would a phone. Like a Well, vi- that's the thing is like from the Oculus's perspective, or really Facebook, yeah. like this is not a console, this is a phone. Like I think that's the entire reason, if we're talking like super high level, it's the entire reason Facebook is throwing so much money at VR, is they missed mobile. 
They like did not get on the mobile train soon enough and they missed cornering that market. Mm-hmm. And they are sad that they could not become a monopoly around mobile phones. Like Google has their phone, Apple has their phone, and that's sort of it. And like, you know, Facebook doesn't have a hold on that market like they do the VR market. And that's why Zuckerberg is pushing so hard on like, oh, the metaverse, you know, have a billion people in VR, social VR, like they want Facebook and VR to be synonymous and also everyone to be in it. They want to like 100% own that market. So that's what's up. It's not a video game console. It's not even about games for them. Like games are the current application that is used the most on these devices. Mm -hmm. But long term, that's not the direction they want to go. They want it to be social question mark i don't know like i don't know what's happening what their game plan is there i think they just want it to be part of your life or some sort of near integral part of your life like wherever they can fit that in so if that is like hey you like video games here's the next like evolution of video games and then we try to like you know feed that oh do you work from home or just work on collaborative stuff here's like a slew of different apps for you to link up with people in real life and work on social stuff. And then like most recently they announced their like workspaces or whatever. So now it's like, Oh, going to the office can be done in VR. So I think it is really just the, it's almost like a shotgun approach. Although like, (laughs) let's say it's the golden shotgun approach that's filled with doubloons (laughs) because they have that much money. Um, So yeah, it's basically like, yeah, let's just take the shotgun approach and like try to fit it into gaming, try to fit it into exercise, try to fit it into your work life, like wherever we can get you, let's fucking get you. As opposed to what we saw with like, uh, I think it was last year's like HTC Vive presentation where it was just all about, corpo business vr usage like board meetings and stuff which fell really flat to like everyone else um well because that's where the money is for them i guess yeah i mean it's so like it's amazing because it's such a clear demonstration of like different approaches on how to make money around this thing Mm -hmm. where like you know vive and like htc i guess you know they're like a very like hardware company that they don't iterate quickly they're not really like that user facing and so like that's the pivot they made is like oh let's focus on corpos where they don't really care about slick user experience you know we can charge them more money oculus is like we want to have you know everyone have a device in their hands so we're gonna sell these things at a loss i mean they are losing money on every quest 2 they sell guaranteed probably a lot of money like Mm -hmm. if we're gonna be real but because they have the money to back it and they've successfully cornered the market. And I mean, like everyone now has a has a quest and they're buying off the store. And that's how Oculus is making their money, probably like they did it. They fucking did it. And Valve, I mean, Valve also has a machine that prints money in the back room so they can do whatever they want. They seem to just be interested in like pushing the medium forwards. Yeah, well, I guess, yeah, sure. I will agree. They are interested in pushing the medium forward, but it feels like every step is like on a fucking foot that has half a shoe on it. Like not that <laughs> not that they release unfinished products, of course, but it is like this is a thing. I understand its function or what it's supposed to replace as its function, but it's a little too weird for me, a human, to want to use. Yeah. It's, it's not respecting the uh, most advanced yet acceptable 
Maya. Exactly. Yeah. 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 The the most advanced, but still acceptable, like radical change to the norm. I feel like in the future we should get into the metaverse shit and like Facebook's epic plan. I don't know if you're familiar with Zuckerberg's journals. No. He has these like evil villain take over the world journals that he would write in. And then he like destroyed them before the uh, congressional shit. Oh, of course. Um, but like some of like the re- uh, recovered pages and like you know copies that people have, it's like this master plan to like revolutionize the way that society works and that people like interact with each other, which totally lines up with what Facebook has been doing thus far, and totally lines up with what they've been hinting at with oh the metaverse and VR and like everyone in VR all the time and even what Oculus has been doing with creating those like socially hyper real avatars that have algorithms that sort of bake in how people interact and try to like create you know micro facial expressions and and eye movements and uh it's it's weird and invasive and you know that they're monitoring like all of your even though they say they're not don't trust them obviously they're gonna trying to capture all your data how you move what you look at in vr to market to you better to get you to spend money yeah you know advertising like yeah like every everyone's tracking us it's gross and it it's this like oh mm, whatever we need to talk about that (laughs) we've already talked about it in previous things we need to talk about it again in the future it's really important that everyone understands where oculus and facebook are coming from in my opinion yeah i agree because it could lead to you know, kind of like confusion or what is it? I don't want to say disdain because that's a strong word. But basically, like, you know, if you're if you are like many people who were looking at the HTC Vive conference, like, oh, my God, like they're coming out of the shadows. They're going to make new games and shit and it's going to be wild. And you don't realize like, no, HTC is very much just into business and military contracts like you you know you go to that conference and you're like wait what the fuck like i don't i don't need to learn how to like repair an f41 like what are you talking <laughs> about <laughs> and you just are left clueless right so if you understand what facebook is going for we can moderate our uh expectations more and like not get let down or allow ourselves to get hyped up on the wrong thing and from a moralistic perspective i mean i hate to say it but right now the gamers are kind of the only thing keeping them in check which is a terrible position to be in you don't want the gamers being an important part of anything the gamers capital g capital t (laughs) capital g um but like you know when they tried to put in-app advertisements yeah with blast on and or demio and they rolled that out tried to put it in blast on immediately rolled that back because gamers went hard that was the gamers but it should be everyone. Everyone should be like crying out and opposing this Facebook stuff. I feel like the majority of people are very complacent and it's eroding, you know, right to repair ownership and like also decreasing privacy. We're letting all these privacy things get knocked down and like just we need to be aware of that. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of people. Our society as a whole is very complacent with like being monitored and you know, playing around on various apps to socialize 
fucking commodified surveillance, like what the fuck ever. Like, yeah, like you're, you're using these apps, whatever it is, whether it be VR or social media or what, and like your data is getting tracked. The thing that is like, the thing that becomes very annoying and or offensive is taking this almost pure place. Like the metaverse is, I, I hate saying metaverse because it, it's been used so much. It just feels like a corpo buzzword at this point, but it is still an idea. Like it is still like a very cool, pure idea of like, let's create this like shared world where we can just easily like walk between places and, you know, visit each other. It's like the internet, but if we could actually like walk in it, like I think that's still the idea and that's still cool. But at the same time, everyone's trying to shoot for it and they want to do it their own way. And it, it gets re- very like muddy and shit. I mean, I guess we should have known that people would immediately try to make as much money as possible off of the idea. Yeah. The reason, at least for me, that I could I could see a lot of people getting like super angry about advertisers like entering that space is like we we have advertisers basically attacking us like all the time. I don't know. If we take a moment to think of the abstraction of advertisements, right? You're just mm-hmm. sitting there chilling in your house, right? Nothing's happening. Maybe you're watching a TV show. And then imagine a man on the door or, or, or a person at the door knocks very loudly and then just opens your door, pauses your show or whatever the fuck you're doing and decides to talk at you without any like any response you can give. They're just like, hey, who do I got a deal for you for three ninety nine? You, too, can have your fucking hands bigger with my hand. Huge or fire. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> and this happens like every like five to seven minutes while you're like watching a TV show or something. This random crazy person keeps entering your house without your permission and then yells at you about a product. That's what advertising is. Like, that's what advertising is, whether you're driving and you see a billboard, whether you're listening to podcasts and suddenly, oh, 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 O'Reilly fucking appears in your ears, or if you're watching YouTube and what have you. And like VR, we don't have to worry about that. I I don't know if I'm looking at it like in a weird way, but like it feels like this like pure place that's yet it's still like to some extent. Like the Oculus platform is still nickel and diming me, but at least I'm not getting like fucking commercials while I am trying to leave the world that annoys me so fucking much so. So if I'm now like leaving that world and going into the metaverse and suddenly the metaverse is fucking corrupted by ads, I don't want to know about Rocket League season four when I go in to play fucking walkabout mini golf. And sure, I know they'll put relevant ads, but at the same time, I don't need a fucking ad for Arizona iced tea watermelon flavor when I go to play Blast On just because I bought Arizona iced tea watermelon flavor like two days ago. I mean, uh, so there's two angles on this, right? The first is that why do advertisements exist in media in the first place? It's a funding issue, right? It's like goes back to soap companies sponsoring soap operas or whatever, right? It's like, oh, we want to make this thing. We don't have the money. People aren't going to pay for it. So we get advertisers to pay for it and in exchange put advertising in. Yeah. The way that you get around that, right, is you have people pay directly for the content. You know, it's like journalism. You have people pay for newspaper. Then newspaper doesn't have to be clickbaity and advertisey and all this stuff. You know, you just get good content. So the answer there is like, we need to extract more money for developers out of VR stuff without doing advertising or 
maybe make it cheaper to make VR things for developers so that they need to extract less money, or maybe figure out a way to cut out the middleman, get money directly to developers and, and avoid paying, you know, a cut to Oculus. Of course, Oculus needs to make money so that they can make the platform better. I don't know. It's kind of, it's hard. It's a hard call when maybe it's too expensive to make the content in the first place that we want without supplementary income. Yeah. Then again, look, I don't have a good inside look at the finances for these things. So it could be that they're making enough money as is and they just want to make more money. And so they're shoving in advertising because you know, people are conditioned to be people okay are used to with it. advertising. Exactly. And that is uncool. Yeah. Like I said, we see it on the billboards. We get it on the podcast. It would like the reason we saw the biggest reaction from TM, the gamers, is because they are the ones who are like hypersensitive to it, or at least they are the ones that are irate enough to actually like sound off about it. Whereas like Joe Schmo, who only plays VR maybe once a week or once every other week, will just be like, oh, yeah, sure, advertisements. Yeah, I see billboards all the time. Yeah, why wouldn't commercials be in there? And, like, yeah, you know, just, I don't know. J- they just write it off, and it's, like, to to an extent, like, yeah, sure, you can just write it off. Like, it's, it's this headset you put on every now and then. But, like, those people who are in it more often want to keep it, like, a cool place for... To some extent, they want to keep it a cool place for other people. I'm not talking about their behavior. They might fucking hate ads and then say horrible things in public lobbies after that. <laughs> but right. where we agree is like, let's let's maybe try to keep the ads out of there. Like, uh, I, I get it makes money, but like, I don't know. It's still it, it feels just inherently immersion breaking, depending on like what the ad is for. And I'm sure how it's presented. Yeah, I would just say, like, make it optional. From a moral perspective, I'm not opposed to the concept of advertising in these spaces. You know, obviously, if you're a developer and you put in advertising, then like, and it breaks immersion, like, that's your bad. That's your call, right? You said, hey, we need to make this trade off, and it affected your product negatively, and you have to live with that. But that's fine. I mean, you can make that call. I'm just going to go to a different product if it's too immersion breaking for me. The main thing is like, make it able to be turned off. Like, at whatever level it is, like, put in advertising, sure, but don't force me to see it. Allow me to pay $5, $10. I'll pay money. Just don't show me ads. Ads cost me a lot more than they cost other people because I hate ads. Oh, that's a weird precedent. Okay, that's a weird precedent. I like the idea because it's been established from mobile games, right? Like, get this game for free or spend 99 cents to remove all ads from it. But we are already in a market, at least currently, where most titles are paid for. So if I have to pay for the title and then pay to, like, get out of ads on top of that, that's going to grind my gears, something fierce. I mean, but that is kind of the world that we're moving towards. And, you know, like, think about, like, Hulu. You can pay for Hulu, and then you can pay for Hulu without ads. Yeah. No, I, I, so yes, I am aware of that. I am a subscriber to that plan of Hulu and it infuriates me, honestly, because I've been a member of Hulu for like several years, but I was a member of Hulu back when no ads actually fucking meant no ads. And like we paid for that. And the, and the fact that like, Tons of paying customers were on the no ad plan. And then these fuckers said, oh, yeah, psych. We know we were paying for no ads, but here's some ads, bro. Yeah. So, I mean, bottom line is, I guess it would be great if VR 
didn't turn into what a lot of other mediums mobile gaming yeah like i mean like look at echo arena right like this that's that's the one that i could really like champion for is like echo arena it has a battle pass uh you know if it had like a microtransaction store i wouldn't be opposed to that if it had banners in there that were ads for like buy the season pass or buy these cosmetics or like or like lone echo 2 coming out at this time right or you know maybe they just use it as some sort of like relative vehicle for other oculus like first party titles for advertising i think that kind of makes sense it, it, it and certainly the option to pay to not see ads makes far more sense when i am getting like a, a product that is either significantly low cost or no cost at all because that's been the established convention for like several years now it's like no cost for entry obviously you're the product your data is getting like tracked and and recognized and sold out and you can also pay to remove ads, but still the rest of your shit is going to be tracked and reported to whoever. Right. I guess it does seem like there's a there's a very like material difference between say seeing like an Arizona Ice Tea ad and seeing like a Echo Arena season six whatever ad in the game. Huge difference, yes. And maybe part of that is like it's within the ecosystem cross promotion and maybe part of it is advertising for a product versus like raising awareness about an event i don't i just i don't know what's making me feel different about it but it does feel different i think it's maybe the jarringness of like a real world artifact being advertised in this like Mm. fictional world it's not like pikmin right where like in pikmin the sort of fiction is like oh you're a little person you know like an inch tall who's like gone to earth like 300 million years after the apocalypse so you're finding duracell batteries and like gamecube discs or something like that okay so what if you saw um, an advertisement for an in-game item that could be purchased with a microtransaction. Yeah, that would be totally fine to me. Really? You're like, you know, cruising around the city in VR and you like see a billboard for like ultra energy drink. It'll boost your stats this way. It's only $2.99 real dollars. Go to your nearest not 7-Eleven because that'd be copyright infringement to, uh, you know, buy it with real money. Like, isn't that a little bit weird? Is it is this in-game or are you talking yeah, about in-game? Literally an in-game billboard for an in-game item. Okay, okay. And spend real money at an in-game store. So the spending the spending real money to me certainly is within the narrative setup, is like if it, it feels weird, but at the same time it's a microtransaction. It it sounds correct to me, like, it sounds like, oh, that's fine, because, like, this is an item within the universe, and they're gonna have their own premium currency, right? They come up with code words for, like, all their currency, right? You have your right. your gold, your doubloons, and then your ancient coins, right? If I were to take an example from Sea of Thieves. So, it's still, it's not gonna say, like, pay $299, it'll be, like, pay 300 ancient coins to get this energy drink and yada yada and i think that does fit a lot better uh do i want to see the advertisement for these microtransactions no because i'm not going to be interested in them but at the very least i would kind of still feel like i'm way more in the world right like if if it was the example like you're saying like i'm driving through some like cyberpunk city and then i see that 
that banner and it's like, oh, sweet. That actually means like I'm three blocks away from a convenience store that I could actually like buy that thing at. Okay. I figured it out. I think this is where it's weirding me out Mm -hmm. is if the advertisement was buy this in-game item for this amount of in-game currency that's not premium currency, I would be fine with that. Right. So the difference being like premium currency is you have to spend real money to get it. Or maybe you get awarded a tiny bit of it just to start you off to like give you a taste and then you buy more versus the in-game currency, not premium, which you can earn by completing challenges or just doing stuff in the game and you get the currency. You can also buy it with premium currency, but you don't have to. So I'd be fine with in-game items being advertised that you can buy with non-premium currency. And the reason that is, is because it doesn't cross over the magic circle, right? Right. So the magic circle is this idea that games don't matter. They, you know, win or lose. Ultimately, it doesn't matter to you in real life, but you care about the game in the moment. And that's because you've crossed over into the magic circle where suddenly things that don't matter, you're giving them emotional importance. But it's really weird when, like, things within the game that don't matter are tied to things outside the game that do matter. It'd be like if you were playing a game of Risk, but it actually decided whether or not Russia's going to invade the Ukraine. Like, it completely, like, messes up the whole dynamic of the game and feels really weird. That, I think, is the line where it's like, I don't want advertising in-game that connects to outside of the game that's the immersion breaker yes absolutely yeah you want to you want to keep everything in game in the magic circle as much as possible on a positive note we've seen this in a lot of these like free-to-play uh pc and, and console games where you can't pay to win it's like a huge thing is people don't like it when you can pay money to do better at the game get in-game items that actually help you out right we've seen a trend recently in the industry that like pay to win doesn't exist or it's increasingly less common and it's just pay for cosmetics and that's very uplifting, personally. It's uplifting until you see the like seventy dollar gun skins on Valorant. <laughs> yeah, but like I don't, I don't care about gun skins. Like I don't, you know, I don't need my gun to to be pink. I know, I know, gun skins aren't going to make people headshot you more. They're not going to put extra armor on somebody. It's just, it's, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I know we're trying to be on an optimistic note. I'm still just like, there's dirt under every fingernail here. <laughs> Look, it's a way for developers. It, it's like a win-win, right? It's, mm-hmm. you monetize it. You get money so that you can continue making cool stuff and you can mm-hmm. pay your employees who need to eat. It doesn't hurt me as someone who's not paying. Yep. Um, Like, it doesn't make the other person better at the game. The other person's still getting value. They get to have their cool gun skin that they inherently you know assign value to and they enjoy seeing it so like literally everyone wins or at least people win and no one loses which is like actually kind of rare to have a situation like that so i'm all for that kind of monetization ads are not that ads are not good and you know getting user data to advertise to them outside of vr that's not good don't do that and let's all oppose it as a society you know, we are the populace. We need to not let Facebook take one inch after one inch after one inch until they've taken the whole nine yards. I think I just mixed a metaphor, but <laughs> yeah.
If you like this episode of Headmounted Destinations, please share it with your friends. Word of mouth helps us out. To get notified about new episodes, go to headmountedpodcast.com and sign up for our email list. You can listen to the show on YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to discuss this episode or suggest future topics, visit our subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash headmountedpodcast. Thank you so much for listening to the end. We will see you at the next Head Mounted Destination. Thank you.